Hello and welcome to What The Bump. My name is Jennifer. I am a labor and delivery nurse who oddly enough has no kids, yet a huge passion for informing and empowering women on all of their options surrounding their pregnancy. Join me every week as we dive in to all things prenatal, postnatal, birth, and so much more. So let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of What The Bump. Today, we are gonna be talking about BBT charting, which is basal body temperature charting or tracking. And this is a method used to either prevent pregnancy or to try to conceive. So I'm gonna have Shannon on the podcast today. Shannon is a great friend of mine who lives here in Charlotte, and she is kind of an expert, I guess you could say, in BBT charting, and I am not. So. I recruited somebody who's strong in the area that I am weak in. We're basically going to team tag BBT charting and kind of tell you exactly how to do it, how to make it the most reliable, talk about apps that you can use and devices that you can basically use to assist you in doing this. But I am super excited for this podcast and just gonna say this in the beginning. As always, you can find me over on Instagram at what the bump podcast and you can find Shannon over on Instagram at Shannon underscore Lario, L-A-U-R-I-O. So let's jump in to this episode. And again, also going to say this right now, as always, audio can be a little bit choppy while going over Zoom. So please bear with us. We did the best that we could. And yeah, let's jump in. Welcome back to another episode of What the Bump. Today, I have a good friend of mine, Shannon, coming on the podcast. We are going to talk about BBT or basal body temperature charting. And Shannon was like the best person I could think of to have come on and talk about this because she has successfully done it for a very long time. And um, truly, when I tried it, I ended up getting pregnant. So I won't lie to you. I'm definitely not the best, most reliable resource on how to tell you how to accurately track your temperatures for fertility, but Shannon is. So she is here. We're going to kind of team tag this topic and try to provide the best, most accurate information we can about basal body temperature charting. So Shannon, thank you for being here and thank you for willing, being willing to come on the podcast. Yeah, I'm so excited for this. I love this topic a little bit too much, I think, but yeah, I'm super passionate about using this method because like you said, I've been successful with it and super excited to be able to share with everyone. Awesome. So I'm going to jump right in and basically just talk about what it is in general. So BBT charting is a fertility awareness method for natural family planning. This means that you can either use it to prevent pregnancy or to plan for pregnancy. It's cheap. It's hormone free. It's completely natural. And you basically just do it on your own. I really like this method because it does get you in tune with your body and with your cycle and kind of where you are at different times of the month to understand the rhythms of your cycle. So this involves, as it sounds, basal body temperature charting. It involves taking your temperature and you have to use a basal body thermometer. So I wouldn't just use any thermometer. I would use a basal body one because they track to the one-tenth of a degree and the spike that you see, which we're gonna get into a little bit more, is super, super specific. So it can also involve things like tracking your cervical mucus and other signs of menstruation. But specifically for today, we're really just gonna talk about basal body temperature charting. So I'm going to have Shannon explain to you guys really exactly how to do it in the most accurate way, I guess, and the best way, since like I said, she's done it successfully and I have not. So I'm going to hand this over to her and let her tell you guys how to really do basal body temperature charting. Yeah. So, um, I've been doing this for, uh, about like over two years now. And basically like Jen said, you just need to get a basal body, uh, temperature thermometer. I got mine off Amazon for like, $10, $15. They're super cheap. Um, But what you do is, what I personally do, I put mine right on my nightstand, super easily accessible. um, Because what you need to do is as soon as you wake up, like you 
start waking up, you have to grab it. You have to stick it in your mouth. Don't move around. Don't like turn over. Don't get up and go to the bathroom. Like it's um, because like I was saying, the spike is so small. You really want to be capturing that temperature before you do anything. So there's no variables. Um, so like I said, I grab it. Stick it out of my mouth. It does take a little bit longer than a typical thermometer. So I would say it takes like 30 seconds, 30 to 45 seconds for it to read your temperature. And it'll, at least mine, it beeps. And then you can just throw it back up there and you can kind of like go back to your morning. Um, the way mine does, and I think the most, that most temperatures or thermometers do it like this, is that you can reread the temperature later. So you don't have to worry about like, charting it down anything right away you literally just taking your temperature so once you have your temperature taken you will chart it some way some people some like crazy people they just do it all by hand and like write it out but there are so many amazing apps that you can use there's free apps i've tried um kindara i've tried um i can't even remember i think it's called cycles or something like that i've used that i've tried thermometer um there's other ones like Fertility Friend, Ovulation Tracker by Cremom. There's literally so many different free apps you can use. You can literally just search on the app store, like BBT tracking, and they will come up with a bunch of them. But the app that I've actually used for the past two years is called Natural Cycles. It's not free. It costs, um, I think it's $90 a year, but all you have to do is put your temperature in there every morning. It'll give you what I call either a green day or a red day. Green day means that you are far enough away from your ovulation that you are totally free to have unprotected sex. Red day means that you're close to your ovulation period, so you would need to use some sort of protection, whether it be um, abstinence, condoms, uh, just anything just to prevent, um, just to have protective sex. Um, so that has been super helpful for me learning how to use it because it's really hands off, I would say like, yeah, you have to be consistent about taking your temperature every morning, putting it in there. But other than that, it kind of does all the work for you. So I really love that one. Um, but yeah, so really the only thing you're doing is being consistent about taking your temperature every single day at the same time. Um, or roughly around the same time. It doesn't have to be exactly the same, but I typically take mine, I mean, between an hour window every morning. And yeah, I mean, just taking your temperature, being consistent about it and writing it down. That's the simple method of it. So how do you know when you ovulate? Because I've heard a lot of people say it's just like that tiny little like 0.5 degree. And I know some apps will actually like track it on a graph and then, um, it'll like almost separate the graph into two categories where like, um, it'll draw a line and like the bottom half is kind of where you're like, not safe because you ovulate before the spike. Um, but it'll separate it from like the bottom to the top and then you'll see that spike. So how much would you say that like it spikes and then when does it normally spike in correlation to ovulation? Yeah. So, um, my spike normally goes, I normally before ovulation, I'm normally around like a 97.48. Honestly, that's probably my average. And after it goes to like 97.94. So I would say it's like a 0.5 degree difference. So you're going to see that, uh, jump up 
24, about 24 hours after you ovulate. So that's why you can't really rely on that temperature jump to prevent pregnancy because you need to be um, having, you can't be having unprotected sex right before that or you're going to hit your ovulation because it doesn't actually spike until after you ovulate. Um, so after your temperature spikes, um, I know my app, it gives you like three days after that, you have your red days. And then um, after that, you're back to green, you're good because it's been far enough from ovulation. But yeah, there are um, graphs that you can do and it kind of shows like it'll, obviously there's variance, but you'll see the spike go from like a little bit lower to up higher. And then the morning of or the morning after you start your period, your temperature will actually go back down. So for me, I normally hit my ovulation around like cycle day 16 or 17. Um, so it does vary. I've heard of people get it like earlier around like 13 and some later, like 20. So um, it really just depends. But for me, it is that like about 0.5 degree shift. Yeah, that's good. I just wanted to clear that up because I, I feel like it, even when I started doing this, I thought, oh, okay. So when it spikes, that means I'm ovulating and that's when I should stop having sex. And that is a sure way to get yourself pregnant is by stopping having sex when that temperature spikes, because like Shannon said, that temperature spikes 24 hours after ovulation. And honestly, the most fertile days are like, usually those, I think they say like usually the two days before ovulation. So if you think about that, that's really three days before that temperature spikes, which is why it's important to do this for at least, you know, at least one to two months to actually know when that temperature is spiking. And I like the app that you talked about because not all apps will give you those green and red days. And I just think that that really simplifies it for people and helps them more so not rely just on that temperature spike because it can get confusing when you see that spike and you need to remember that, you know, you don't want to be having, if you're trying to prevent pregnancy, you don't want to be having sex really those three days before the spike as well. Yeah. I honestly, like personally in the app will cut you off about five to seven days before you typically spike. Um, which I mean, I've been doing this for two years and I've had no surprises or anything. So I would say that's a pretty successful method of doing it. Yeah. And how this actually like the science behind this working. So why your temperature spikes that like 0.5 to some people, it spikes all the way up to one degree, but it's because your progesterone levels are rising. So after you ovulate your progesterone levels rise, which makes your body temperature slightly increased by that small part of a degree. This shows when ovulation takes place, but like we said, it does not predict when your fertility window begins because your fertility window actually begins about two to three days prior to that temperature spike. Your temperature will stay risen, like Shannon also said, until that, like usually that day of that your period starts. So if you're trying to conceive, the best thing to do is to have sex, like we talked about, those like two to three days prior to your temperature spike and the day of your temperature spike. You don't need to track for... Or, you do need to track for a few months to get a good idea of when this temperature spike is going to happen. Unless you use one of those apps, which like we just talked about, yours is super helpful because it kind of tells you. So in Shannon's app, you would want to have sex on those red days. Those would be the days where it's telling you that you are fertile. If your temperature rises 
after ovulation and then it stays risen until you get your period. And then even like, let's say a day or two passes that you're supposed to get your period, maybe three days, maybe four days, and you haven't gotten your period and your temperature is still elevated. We did say that your temperature normally falls back down. So if it stays elevated, that can be a sign that you are pregnant and it'd be kind of an earlier sign, but normally it would return to that baseline upon menstruation if pregnancy has not occurred. And something about the app that I use is that you can actually switch it. So when you, whenever you switch to like, say you've been preventing for a few years and you decide, Hey, I want to start trying for a baby. You can actually switch it within the app and it'll give you your most fertile days to try to conceive, which I think is really cool. I haven't used that feature yet, but I, (laughs) but, um, I think that's really cool. And it especially helps if you're because it's already knows you so well, like in my case, it's already been building off the data for two years. So I feel like I've heard a lot of people say that um, if you've been using this method to prevent for a while, you're going to be pretty successful. Like as long as there's nothing else going on, you should be able to conceive pretty quickly because you already are so familiar with when you're fertile, um, what days that you should be having sex to conceive. So I always thought that was pretty cool. Um, but as far as how reliable this method get, method is, it's all about how consistent you are with it. I have been super consistent with it. I've maybe missed my temperature tracking like maybe 20 days within the past two years. So I'm super consistent with it. Like, doesn't matter like if I'm on vacation, like I brought my temperature stick on a cruise with me. Like I was like, I've been so consistent with it because I just wanted to make sure it's reliable. I think the app that I use, Natural Cycles, is actually FDA approved. And I think the um, rate of success when used perfectly is like 96% effective. So that's pretty good odds, um, all things considered. But you have to be consistent with it. If you're constantly forgetting to take your temperature, if you have the kind of schedule where you can't wake up at the same time every day, um, it might not work for you because, like I said, it has to be taken around the same time every day. If you have irregular cycles where your cycles are kind of all over the place, you have shorter ones and longer ones, it might not work as well. But if you're able to wake up at the same time, take your temperature at the same time every day, be consistent with recording it, I would say, I mean, it's pretty reliable. I've, like I said, I've had great success with it. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. And even going off what you said, how you said, like, if you can't wake up at the same time every day, that has been a big reason why I have obviously not done BBT tracking or charting for like the past year, because I've been working night shifts. So that's a perfect example. Like somebody who works night shift, it just would not be reliable for me because some days, you know, I wake up at some days I go to bed at 8am and I wake up at noon. Some days I go to bed at 8am and I wake up at 5pm. Some days I sleep like a normal person. Some days I don't sleep at all. So it's super unreliable for somebody like me to do it while I'm working nights because all of that like different times of waking up and it, it just, it just would be super unreliable because my temperatures would honestly probably be all over the place. I doubt it would have been as successful for me if I hadn't stayed so consistent. So it's definitely like, if you're not the kind of person that stays consistent with habits and stuff like that. Like no offense, like no judgment or anything. If you're not the kind of person that does that, this might not be the best method for you. But if you have a pretty regular schedule, um, can stay consistent with it, then I would 100% recommend it. 
Yeah. And I feel like people either love this method or they hate it. And I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people who swear by this and there's a lot of people who, you know, bash it and say like, Oh, that's how I got pregnant. Like it doesn't really work, blah, blah, blah. And I think it's just like you said, I think it's more so just people who try to do it, not being consistent. And it is, I mean, it's such a small thing that you're tracking such a small, like temperature jump that you really do have to be insanely specific, but when you are, it works great. So I feel like it can be like super 50, 50 with if people support this method or if people think that, you know, it's a, I've had so many people like, especially, you know, when I used to work in the ER and we're a little bit more unfiltered down there. And I would have so many nurses be like, Oh, so like you and your husband, like, I'd be like, Oh yeah, no, like I do like natural fertility tracking. Like my temperatures, they'd be like, Oh, so you guys are trying. And I'd be like, no, we're not trying. They're like, Oh, well, you basically are by doing that. And it's, I mean, you're even proof that it definitely does work if you are super consistent with it. And if you're on top of it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's kind of one of those all or nothing methods. You can't really go into it halfway. You have to go all in and be totally down to do the consistent temperature tracking or else you might end up with a little surprise, but, um, otherwise, I mean, I would say it's, I mean, it's been hundred percent reliable for me. So Right. Yeah. And there are some products to help you guys with this. So like we kind of talked about, and this is what Shannon uses. It's just a basic basal body temperature thermometer. I think you said, does your app come with one? Did you say when you like buy the subscription? Yeah. So I actually, uh, sent Jen a link that you guys can use. Um, if you use that link to sign up for natural cycles, it not only gives you 20% off the subscription, but it also gives you a free, a free thermometer with it. So, um, if you're like sold on this app, I would definitely go with that because you're going to be getting fine thermometer anyways. I kind of did it backwards when I did it. I bought the thermometer first and then signed up for the app. So then I ended up with two thermometers, but, um, if you're not wanting to use that app, you can definitely just buy whichever thermometer off Amazon. Mm -hmm. I just search facial body temperature thermometers and there's so many for not that expensive. Yeah. And I think they run like $10 on Amazon. I believe you can probably get them at like Walmart or target or anything too. The other, there's a couple other, like, I guess you could say glorified basal body thermometers or, you know, little like gadgets people use. So one of them, that's probably the most popular is going to be the Ava bracelet and the Ava bracelet. You basically wear it at night. It tracks your temperature, your resting pulse rate, your heart rate variability, your perfusion, your breathing, tons of stuff basically. And they say that it is able to predict the six days that you are most likely to conceive or be fertile. Like I said, you only wear it to bed and this thing costs a pretty $300. So I think they had like a slight price variance by like maybe $30 based on like the package that you exactly got, but it's going to run an average of $300. The next one that I've heard about is called Obusense and This one is not for the faint of heart. Let me tell you right now. So it says that it alerts you 24 hours before you ovulate based on your cycle data that it collects. They say that it's correct 96% of the time. And why I said this one is not for the faint of heart. So you actually insert this into your vagina overnight and you leave it in there all night long. It measures your core body temperature every five minutes. They do state on their website that it doesn't like give off any radioactive waves or anything like that that would harm your body. 
but it does sync to your phone in the morning. And it basically creates like a little chart for you with your temperatures that it got throughout the night. It runs about $129 for only a two month subscription. You're definitely probably going to want more than that. So I don't even know why they made that option. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> um, basically it's $300 and that will give you a year subscription with the Obusense. Um, You can also do like a pro package that they had on there. I truly didn't look at what more I included because that was like $450 and that's definitely out of my price range. But <laughs> the next one that is super popular that I've also heard a lot about is going to be the Daisy. So the Daisy is basically, again, it's like a glorified basal body thermometer. It's not a bracelet. You don't wear it at night, nothing like that. It's basically looks like a thermometer stick and you take your temperature with it every morning. And then it instantly either gives you a green light or a red light. And this, all this basically does, it's literally the app that you know, Shannon was talking about, except it removes that step of having to plug in the temperature. That's the only thing it's doing. So instead of having to put that temperature into an app and it giving you a green or a red, it just lights up right away on the thermometer when you take it and gives you a green or a red. So it's just almost like, you know, we all, we all are impatient and we like instant satisfaction. So it gives you that instant, um, green or red and to remove that one little step of charting in the app is going to cost you a pretty $300. <laughs> So definitely really expensive. I'm honestly, I'm not trying to bash on these things. I'm just like shocked by how much money that these can cost and how much companies can charge for it. But the last one, and this is probably the one that I like the most, it's called temp drop. It's a band that you wear on your arm at night and it gives you an average temperature range throughout the night. And then you basically chart that that one runs about 160 to $200, depending on the warranty that you get it is definitely the most affordable besides just obviously like a temperature basal body temperature thermometer, but you can, um, wear it at night and it just kind of gives you more accurate of a temperature, I guess, than just taking it right away orally in the morning. Again, though, it's still just a glorified basal body temperature thermometer. And if this is something that you're wanting to get into and wanting to try, and you haven't before, I would definitely say just to either get the app that we talked about that gives you the three free thermometer or just go get a basal body temperature off thermometer or from Walmart or target. They cost $10 and just try for a little while because you might hate this method. It might not be for you. You might find that, you know, after doing it for a few months, it doesn't even correlate with your cycle or something like that. Cause this, this is not for everybody. So I would definitely not go out and buy one of these super expensive methods before trying it the good old fashioned way. But those are just some, um, some products that you can look into. And like I said, I, um, I always will link if it's a podcast like this, that's more like informative. I will have a correlating um, blog post on my site where you guys can look at all the dialogue basically that we talked about. And it will include at the bottom links for these different tracking devices. Um, I'll also put the link that Shannon gave me for the 20% off of the fertility tracker that you use. I keep forgetting the name of it. What is it? It's natural cycles natural cycles. So yes, I will put the link to natural cycles, the app that comes with the thermometer that she uses. That'll give you a little bit of a discount on there too. But yeah, I mean, that is basically what basal body temperature charting is. Do you have anything else, any like tips or tricks or just anything in general, I guess, to add? If this is something that you're wanting to do, um, just know that it may seem a little bit tricky at the beginning, but it does get easier, the more consistent that you are with it. And, um, it's really cool because not only are you using a an effective natural uh, either prevention or conception method, but you also are learning so much more about your body and your um, your cycle and just hormones and everything that you wouldn't have learned otherwise. So that's just another cool perk to it all, I would say. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that it is a really cool method just to 
um, step into that area of just like getting more familiar and even more like natural and holistic with your body. And, you know, if you're also, we didn't talk about this, but if you're on birth control and you know, you're almost wanting to get off birth control, this would be a great method also to do. I would hundred percent say to be very, very, very careful. Like just use protection almost 24 seven. If you're trying to prevent pregnancy for like the first two months, just because when you do come off of hormonal birth control, your body does go through a little withdrawal. Your hormones are a little bit kind of just out of the normal ranges for a while. So it might take a while for your body to regulate and basal body temperature charting just might not be accurate for a month or two while your body kind of gets into its normal cycles without birth control. So I would definitely say if you're coming off birth control to try this method, that's amazing. Just be extra careful until your period gets regular and your charts really start to correlate. But other than that, I mean, yeah, I think it's an amazing method and I truly do wish that more women knew about it. I feel like a lot of people do not know about it and it's such a great method. And I just, I've never had luck with hormonal birth control. And I would say most women do not, if you're one of those people who enjoy birth control and it works for you, that's amazing. But, um, I know the majority of women, I would say, agree that hormonal birth control just does not work for them, whether it's their skin, their mood, um, their cycles, anything like that. So yeah, I do. I think it's an amazing method and I really am appreciative that you came on the podcast to tell us more about it because like I said, you've had great success with it and I have not. So thank you so much. Yeah, of course. That'd be super fun. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and I will see you next week to talk more about the bump. And of course, I know you all probably know this, but I have to add it in. I make every effort to broadcast correct information through this podcast, but I'm still learning so much. So I am in no way providing medical advice through this podcast, just sharing the things that myself and others have experienced or learned. Make sure to consult your physician before taking anything from this podcast and changing your health. This applies to any guests or contributors that I also have on this podcast. Thank you. And I will see you next week.